Welcome to the Clobbercast, proudly presented to you from Clobbercalm, all the way from Sheffield, England. Ben, Glenn, take it away. Clobbercast. How we doing, Glenn? Yeah, good, mate. Yourself? I'm absolutely not bad. Feel a bit strange because I ain't got a beer at the side of me. I know, yeah, well, we're busy today, though, aren't we? It's uh, the first time we've ever done a podcast at two o'clock in the afternoon. Yep, yep, so we're busy, busy working in uh, our office, HQ. You've obviously come down, as you always do, uh, but because it's in the day, we've been kicked off as our own podcast station in the office because, yeah. well, we didn't want to do a podcast with 13 graphic designers <laughs> in, the, in, the same, in the same room or whatever you want to call them. Um, so we're in a little um, little studio. Um yeah. Uh, which is cool, um, which we've just set up for today. Um, so, yeah, so we're busy at work. Um, how's, and how's your week been since... I don't think I've seen you since last podcast, which was last Thursday, so what have you been yeah. doing? All, uh, all good Yes, yes, yes. Um, Friday, I went somewhere, and I don't know where I went. You went to... I don't know where you went. Let me have a look, because I know this is mad. Were you in London? You were in London at some point uh, when I told so you. So, Friday, I was... I don't know where I went Friday. Uh, but any- Ikea. That's my guess. No, no, Ikea. I don't know. But anyway, yesterday I was in London. Just in London day. town. Yeah, just for the day. And uh, I went for, a, again, a big boy meeting over in Mayfair. Ooh, which is nice. That's but, the expensive one on the Monopoly board. <laughs> did, you add a, did you add a few zeros to your quote on that one there, Glenn? I've not even quoted yet, to be honest. But uh, There's not enough zeros in the world. <laughs> uh, but no, it was quite an interesting one, actually. I've not even had a chance to speak to you about it. Yeah. We were up against like three or four other competitors, shall we call them. And I'm aware of these competitors. Okay. But I know that they're going to come at their angle very different to what we are, because... It's like we're, we're so casual about things, and it, I had to laugh that um, it was like I not I turned up at this office, but it was like in like do you know these big like townhouses in London with the big wrought iron gates and mm-hmm. the massive wooden door, and like yeah, yeah. you've got a knock or buzzing or whatever. And I thought, do you know what? I jump on the tube at King's Cross. I'll get off at Oxford Street and I'll just have a nice wander down with my iPod. It's only on. like three stops, isn't it? It's, it's really a, easy, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, dead to, easy, yeah. yeah. So uh, I just literally got off at Oxford Street, got myself a Frappuccino, uh, chilling, chilling with my uh, RGT uh, camo pants on for a business meeting. Did you have flip-flops on for them as well? I had my Vans on and no socks. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'd spilt all my Frappuccino all down my top by the time I got to... Did you uh, train it down from yeah, the yeah. yeah, it's easy, isn't it? Dead easy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I turned up at this meeting with my uh, Ray-Bans on, my earphones in, and covered in Frappuccino and camo pants. <laughs> and they looked at me as if to say, are you lost, boy? <laughs> I like, oh, yeah, it's Glenn from Walnut. I'm just here to, uh, yeah, pitch for this work. Oh, uh, c- come in. <laughs> and I completely baffled them. Did like, you? They didn't know how to tech me out. That's all. probably a good thing. Yeah, it was like... Where's this guy's shirt? Why is he not grey? Why is he not 50? Yeah. How can he be a director? <laughs> look look at his tattoos. Look oh my God, he's a lost soul. Yeah. <laughs> look, look at his fingers. He's exactly. a lost soul. Where's the boy's socks? <laughs> but yeah, it was good. And to be fair, we've, um, we've had a call today saying, thanks for that. Um, 
because we were quoting for the PR stuff, I said, you know, PR's fine, but there's all this other fun stuff that you should be doing. It's not 1940, move forward. Yeah. They phoned me today and said, really good meeting, really bizarre and off the wall. By the way, can you quote for this brochure to be designed? I was like, ah, yeah. yeah so we're can. So we're Zeros. The, uh... Zeros. Uh, so that was yesterday, and it good. was just a gorgeous day in London. Absolutely red hot. Mm. There were just people out, you know. Did you like, go down first class? No. Didn't you? No. I always book in advance. I pay extra 20 quid for first class and I get loads of little packets of pretzels. <laughs> and then I hand them out to homeless people in London. Oh, do you? Oh, <laughs> yeah. that's nice. Like, like flapjack and shortbread and pretzels. I'm like, stuff them all in my bag and then just hand them out to just homeless people. Oh, bless you. <laughs> uh, but no, in this instance, I'd only booked the day before and first class for like another 100 quid. So I thought, oh, you know, no good. Nah, not nah. worth it. Definitely not worth it. But I had a good day. The sun was shining, so everything's better when the sun shines. Apart from when your fridge breaks, like what happened at my house. Oh, yeah. Why don't you <laughs> tell people about <laughs> that? <laughs> One of them. It's like, great big American fridge. It's six foot high, four foot wide. Fridge freezer. Broke. Well and truly, but I knew it was going to break because I've had to mend it a couple of times now in the last six months. So it was just one of them things that I've just been putting off buying because these days all I buy is denim uh, to put in my shop. So the last <laughs> thing I wanted to buy was a fridge uh, freezer. But yeah, so I had to cook everything that was in it last night, oh dear. Uh, which is now distributed among four of our neighbours' fridges. What were in it? <laughs> Mainly meat, which I could have froze some, but. The freezers were full, so I had to cook it. So basically, I've just delivered loads of meatballs and pork chops to the people <laughs> of Stone Street. <laughs> <laughs> you have to, uh, you have to take it back to the old school and just get a, uh, just get a cold stone for yeah. your back garden. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like that. just keep keep your meat on there. Uh, unbelievable. You see, you wouldn't have this problem, Ben, would you? No. Nope. Uh, and then it cost nine hundred quid to replace it this morning. Oh, you know, have. when you're not expecting it, <coughs> and like nine hundred quid just goes, and you're like, yeah. oh. But stuff oh. like that, it's kind of like, like life, adulthood. Ne- it's like necess- like life's necessity items yeah. that you just take for granted. That it's like, Jesus, we need a new telly. It's massive. We'll buy one for six hundred quid. And you think, oh, I didn't really want to buy that. So yeah. you forget about it and you've done it. Yeah. But then when it breaks, it's like, oh no, we got a telly. It's just always there. Why yeah. do I need yeah. another? Yeah. Why, why do I need another fridge so I can? Yeah, on that it's one, one of them. I mean, it ought to do with kitchen appliances. <laughs> Imagine if you walk up and you wake up, you know, and you're feeling a bit groggy and you go downstairs and you need coming round and your kettle won't click on. Mm. And you'd be dis- distraught. I thought that were a little kitchen pun then when you said, Imagine if you walk up. Walk <laughs> up. Sorry. <laughs> you can tell I'm a new dad. <laughs> dad jokes. Um, that were a good dad joke. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but yeah, um, so what are you. Is she, see, this is the thing. I can go without a drink on a morning for about three hours, mate. Really? Is that not no? Do you <coughs> no, need a I bit of a I don't kickstart? do. I can't be like call. I never drink like water or out in bed. You know, people take water and juice to bed. Alex always I, does it. Yeah, yeah Charlie does. I don't. I can't. Uh, I can't do that. But when I get up, I I need you know kettles on, cup of tea. Don't drink coffee. You don't drink coffee at all. No. I should oh. do. I started getting. It started making me get like re- weirdly anxious a couple of years ago because I was pounding it to the point where I thought, do you know what? I'm either going to have to give up coffee or beer or something. Well, it weren't really a cup. <laughs> coffee or beer, I know which one I'd be giving up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that were, um, uh, that's Speaking that's of that. beer, um, I've really gone off white wine. Never really gone on it, me. Love yeah. red wine. Love red wine. As um, dry as possible. 
yeah okay as dry as possible mm. you know like uh, mm. p- is it pinot a good pinot, pinot noir. noir yeah yeah uh, very nice Merlot. Merlot. that's a, yeah i like it to be like yeah like, yeah really dry and really tasty yeah but um it was weird that like me and my wife are like in sync it's just bizarre mm. that she was like i've really gone off white wine i'm like oh brill more for me so mm. i'm like so i've been drinking more white wine at home than she has and whatever else uh, and I've just got to a point now where I like not even my favourite wine, white wine, even cuts it anymore. Really? So I've properly gone on to red. I like yeah, uh, red's just fucker for hangovers. Oh, it's like you've been hitting Edwin yeah, cricket bat and then it's bed. <laughs> yeah, literally hitting <laughs> Edwin cricket bat. Yeah, it's mm. uh, it's I, that's only problem with me. I can have like four beers on a night, but if I have that one glass of wine, I feel like I've had eight beers. Really? Mm, it's weird. See, I'm going off beers as well. I quite like Chardonnay, actually, referring back to white. Oh, do you? You know, a proper dry that's white That's the one wine. that, like, loads of people hate as well, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I like that. It's, yeah. uh, maybe that's because I don't like white wine that much. Maybe so. And I, I really don't like rosé. It's like, yeah, talk it's... about sitting on fence. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like make up your mind. I know. White Zinfandel. <laughs> Which way are you tipping? Oh, it's awful. <laughs> You're in or out. Yeah. yeah, so. But, um, yeah, so, well... Very random intro there. Yeah. Um, but what, we've got Rick on today from Red Wing, so we'll pull it round with that. And we are on Clubbercast number... 13. 13. Yeah. So this is our second Red Wing one. This is our second Red Wing one, because we did Clubbercast number two with Dom, who is Rick's buddy over at uh, Amsterdam HQ. Rick is the marketing manager, by the way, so you'll have some questions, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, definitely got loads to talk about, but I was just, like, in astonishment then, because we're on number 13, and, like... The other Red Wing one seemed like it was just a couple of weeks ago, and that was just that one number two. And people are still listening to it. Yeah, well, it's one of the best We're in the uh, top three, isn't it? Yeah, in yeah. the top three uh, most listened to. So it'd be interesting to see if this one uh, yeah. jumps up there as Every, well. Everybody knows that we're Red Wing advocates, and that Clubbercam Supply Co is a Red Wing advocate. So yeah. we can uh, we can skip them niceties a little bit. Brill. Uh, do you never guess? Oh, do you know on your Instagram feed? Do you ever get Dave FC Evans? Evans. Yeah, yeah. Came up to see me yesterday. I did see on your Instagram. And I thought that was really, really good. And I put out a picture with him. And I said, if anybody can guess what he bought, uh, I'll send you a free pair of chup socks. There were over 30 guesses and nobody got it right. The closest somebody came was boot underscore addict, who said it's got to be the RGT canvas. Now, it was actually the Ridgeline waxed canvas. Was it? And yeah. nobody guessed that? Nobody guessed it, which is weird because... that's like one of the best-selling jackets yeah. at Club Account ever. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. The and, best-selling yeah. jacket and, ever. And, and nobody guessed it. And the RGT canvas, I thought, hmm, should I give him half a point? Shall I just send him one sock? <laughs> but, but then I realised that we've got the canvas shirt, so I couldn't. Technically, oh. that's it went an answer. No. So I'm one pair of chup socks better off. <laughs> than expected, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is interesting, I, which is interesting, because I've got loads of them anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> million pairs of chips, and we're speaking uh, to them tomorrow morning, of course, yeah, after yeah. we've done Rick today. So. Yeah, cool. Well, it's an interesting one as well, that maybe that you threw everybody off when you like, have a guess what he bought, so people were like, probably going on Clubbercam and thinking, let's think of obscure things, like yeah. RGT cap. Yeah, or something like well, that. No, well, that jacket that I wear every day. <laughs> <laughs> right, how did that look? Because he's a big dude, isn't he? Uh, he's t- it was. Tall, isn't it? Is he, t- is he tall? He's tall, yeah. He's a big, big bloke, yeah. We have a brilliant moustache. Uh, it looked really good. XL, because uh, they do size quite small. 
but he looked really good in Type 3. Shadow, Selvage, mm. uh, 316 jacket that he had on anyway. Mm. He'd got some 22-ounce Naked and Famous on. 22? Yeah. Wow. We've just got some samples on some 22-ounce denim from another brand in LA, which okay. I've got to try it all on and that, so we'll see. Do samples uh, mean you don't have to send it back? Oh, well, they do what I can tell you, actually. It's from Greg's. Where Greg works, ah, free, you know, yeah. Greg they got in touch. Uh, they ain't got a UK stockist. Wanted to come to us. I said, yeah, uh, brilliant. Yeah, send a sample through. Is there a thirty-four in there by any chance? Basically, they asked me what size I was. Bless them. I'm a thirty-two, so they've sent me eight pairs of trousers. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, all the different cut styles, all in a size thirty-two to fit me. Damn. That is uh, Cheers, Greg. really, really lovely of them. And How much do I big you up, Greg? Every <laughs> fucking podcast. And what do I get? What do I get in return? Not a lousy pair of 34 trousers and Ben gets eight. Well, do you know the, what, uh, Greg? You're no longer my favourite member of the LA Denim Hangs. Well, Good night. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, yeah, so I'm going to get stuck into them and consider... Uh, well, not consider, I'd really like to fetch them in for fall, winter, as they call it in America. So we'll see, but... You know, decisions to be made. Brill. Okay. Uh, I think um, we're LA Denimangs that we should do a series of podcasts one month where we, when they can get close enough together, where we maybe have three on at a time. So mm-hmm. we do full gang, or maybe we do it in one night under 20 minutes. Yeah. We're like three on them at a time. I would, yeah. I'd do it separately though, because if not, they'd have to have like a. Um, yeah, they'd just all they'd be. Have- It'd be a mass brawl, wouldn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it'd have to be like some of them. They'd have to all be scattered all over. Yeah, but I'll, uh, I'll put it on the group is, and see what they say. If if we had like three at once, we'd mm. have to say like whoever's holding the pen has to speak, <laughs> <laughs> and we'd have to go down that route because um, it might just turn into a like we're all sat in a bar, yeah. like we tried to do when we had multiple people when we had the uh, uh, rally social. Yes, and it just turned into a loads of blokes drinking talking rubbish and it just happened that we had microphones so like, we could never publish this, it yeah the, the secret <laughs> the secret tapes of clobbercast yeah, exactly yeah. yeah the yeah the podcast that never happened yeah um but good um any uh, updates to report in store, store. before we get cracking yeah we've got a really good email going out tomorrow uh, obviously we had the 25 percent little bit of a clear out on some of the older lines Mm-hmm. And we are doing something even more special than that on tomorrow's email. So if this goes out Friday morning, which it you, will, you need it should have got yeah, it'll it'll have been out for forty eight hours. So you need to go to clubacam.com and check it out. Get 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 amongst. Yeah, uh, we're not going to spoil it. Yeah, check it out. If you if you you probably received the email anyway. Yeah. So you probably know, mm-hmm. um, but you know. A good, go and, uh, go check it out. a good story on another conversion, <laughs> uh, Glenn. You know how yep. we how I put the IGT jacket up uh, for competition as a giveaway. Yes, uh, have I won? Uh, you haven't won, <sighs> no. Uh, but the guy that did win uh, came in uh, to the store on Sunday when I wasn't there. Never bought any raw denim ever. Tried on the jacket. Was super impressed treat himself to his first pair of raw denim jeans and has emailed me saying how much you love the store and the guys in there were really helpful we'll definitely be coming back for more stuff so we've clobbered him clobbered he's become him. a clobber calm guy yeah all from that competition it's a little bit like the um 
cult. It's like that tool that you've got on, on Men in Black. Do you know to wipe people's minds where you yeah. just go bing and they forget everything? Yeah. This is like the reverse. It's yeah. like, right, you are now programmed. You're a clobber, clobber cam guy. guy bing. You are being clobbered. Yeah. Uh, but that's um, everybody it is, wearing It is that, though. Stuff. It like... Um, that's that. I mean, that, I think that's always going to be the challenge with online a little bit. Yeah. Is like, you, you can't, it's very tough to get like, you know, while we try to get the personality of you and the story on the, on a video, uh, we try to do that on social media. Mm. Um, it's not saying. There's nothing quite, and I sound like an old man here, like proper human contact where yeah. you can walk into a store, get see after, you and Sean and Amanda, have a, you know, have a cup of tea or yeah, a beer. Darcy, or, Callum on yeah, weekends, yeah. yeah. Um, and just literally like come in see what it's all about try some stuff on no pressure learn a little bit if you want to um, see that it's not intimidating world um, and just enjoy it and then mm. ultimately just kind of like yeah and it happens it does it happen does it's happen, happened yeah. to me yeah it does yeah we had, um, uh, we had a guy come in this morning ended up leaving with four or five items just because he loved store so much and we were chatting to him about different fits and he was like oh, I'll try this I'll try that I'll try that t-shirt and mm. He left a very happy man. So, and online as well. There's a lot more people buying online as well. So thanks yeah, for that. There's been some up, yeah, yeah, yeah been, for uh, definite. There's been some. Um, the support is massively appreciated. And um, you know, while obviously we hope that you get the correct items online, mm-hmm. then you know, because they're obviously expensive, people can return, can't they? Yeah, of course they can. And we always sort them out. We can even drop measures on stuff before. Yeah. It's, it's really like we. Sometimes I even take people's height and weight and then try clothing on. Yeah. And I'll know, I'll know. You get to know. You know when you know brands and you know fits and you know denim so well, and you know what'll work. If people can't get to store, Ben, and talking about online, mm-hmm. and people maybe want to call you, is, mm-hmm. that, is, that, is that okay? Can people call you can the do, store? You can or do whatever, that through, uh, on the website, it links straight through to Sean, who's in store full time, all time. Obviously, I'm out and about as a uh, yes. owner, I suppose. Uh, and through my Instagram, though, you can just ring me up direct. Right. You can text me, ring me, or email me direct. Brilliant. So, yeah, anytime. So there's loads of support for people if kind of, because that would certainly be... Well, it's so much easier when they get on the phone. Yeah. You can literally, you can do like a thousand emails in a 10-minute conversation, you know, getting somebody the right garment. Yeah. And that's most I'm important. I'm just trying to think, you know, because there probably is people that listen and think, you know, we, well, we know quite a few mm. of the supporters in the South. Yeah. Um, where it's like, I just wish well, I could just come I up. I want to speak to you about maybe doing, uh, I'm saying this publicly before, but I'm not bothered, it's fine. The, uh, about offering like a one-to-one Skype service. You know, like through website. Yeah, yeah. So people can program calls. And they can speak to me, to one of the guys direct live. And we can measure garments up for them. We can try yeah. stuff on. You know, like really take it to next level, so yeah, people yeah. are really comfortable. Definitely, we want the buy-in because yeah. they don't want to return it, and we definitely don't want returns. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So it, it it's of the utmost important to make sure we get it right yeah, first it just time. Makes so. it better for everybody. I think so. Which yeah. of course nobody buys stuff to return them. Mm. I've only ever seen that once with Clobbercam. When somebody bought six things and sent four of them back, or, <laughs> or yeah. when somebody bought two pairs, yeah, of, somebody yeah. bought identical Bless stuff them. in like three different sizes. <laughs> oh, like, I know exactly what's happening. <laughs> Just a size, send them back. Yeah, which is nice. You know, that's that's life. It's life. Yeah, you yeah, got um, That's part of being online, isn't it? It's um, part of the rough and tumble. So. Definitely. Um, we we are, I'm again. We're just introducing things to each other as we go in this <laughs> intro um, but again I'd really like to uh, explore doing a bit of a Q&A live on YouTube 
Yes, um, I, I think we should definitely get YouTube going. Uh, we need to do more YouTube stuff because, as you say, like we could do featured garments and kind of say, look, this is more, you know, this sort of cut is more suited to this mm-hmm. person. Mm-hmm. This, this is, you know, this is yeah, like educational. Yeah, definitely. This is, this is a good way to wash your jeans. These are the different ways people do it. You decide what's best. There isn't one way that's right or wrong. No. Decide what's best for you, but this is what will happen if you do it this way. Yeah, yeah. And then, sure. you know, like, yeah, I agree because with I, that. Because I made that mistake, you know, we when I saw We should put a timeline me. on that and make sure we, you know, we should yeah. say, right, by this point, we'll be doing we, yeah, YouTube videos. Yeah, we need videos. to do it. We need to do it. Sounds good, going. Uh, I like but it. But, yeah. Um, but talking about washing stuff as well, hmm. um, obviously, I came in last week and I made a bit of a, a booby with my um, RGT um, washing yeah. Uh, my jackets. Um, canvas workshirt. The canvas workshirt and, and the, the double indigo supply. Double indigo supply. Um, not a big boo boo. It's not lost colour. It's not lost any quality or anything else like that. Uh, but rather than bath soaking it, because what had happened is I'd gone out. Well, to be honest, the the canvas shirt stunk. Yeah. It just stunk. It does. So Shirts I, I do. To, like, they're really hard to keep them. Yeah. Normal. You can't have wash mine. It were really tough. So do you know what? I, ju- I, I just had to properly wash it. Yeah. Right? But on the, like a 30. Yeah. Um, and also with my um, supply jacket, yeah. I'd been out on my bike and just got sprayed to death with mud. Mm-hmm. So it was just a mess. It was a massive mess. So like, if I just lay this in a bath for half an hour or whatever... It's not going to get out, and I don't want to scrub it because yeah. then it's just going to look weird. Yeah, yeah, it needed a wash. It needed a proper wash, um, but I made a mistake, um, in my opinion. Um, I had it still spin. Yeah, you should take uh, the spin off. Uh, I didn't take the spin off, so it come out, and I'm like, yeah, that's fine. It's done the job that it needed to do. However, it needed ironing about 500 times. Well, how did you dry it? Uh, I hung them up, I think. I have a hung... No, I think they just went onto a radiator as well. See, that's not ideal. Yeah, and you said, yeah. It don't and ruin it, it's just not ideal because how long did it take to steam them? <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I came to the store and then they were just not coming out with the steam. <coughs> so I took, excuse me, uh, so I took them home. I did put an iron to the outside of the supply jacket and I was like, that's now going shiny, that is bad. But only a tiny bit. No one would ever look at it and say, yeah. wow, what are you doing? Turn it inside out. Turn it inside out and I've done them now. And, and they're fine. They're, they're, fine. they're yeah. absolutely fine. Um, but I went through a lot of pain with that and I shit myself because yeah. my two favourite garments. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, you know, we all make mistakes and you just live and learn. That but guess what? That better when it's been washed, isn't it? It is. Like mine is. Like mine I'm, went back I've to like being it. like super rock hard and yeah. then it's like relaxing it's soft again soft again, now. yeah, I love mine. Um, but good, anyway, we're waffling. Yeah, let's um, get Rick on. Let's get Rick let's on. Let's get the main um, man on. Yeah, Red Wing, number 13, here we go. Yeah. <clears throat> Hello, Rick speaking. Hiya, Rick, how you doing, mate? It's Ben. Hey, how's it going, guys? Oh, good, thank you. Hi, Rick. <laughs> All right. You, uh, so, I don't know if you know, but this is uh, Glenn, the co-host on the podcast, buddy. Uh, hello, Glenn. Hi, Rick. So, how's things? Yeah, pretty good. So, summer has really hit it off here in the, yeah. the Netherlands, which is rare, so we are absorbing any minute, every minute of it. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, I think we're the same, though, aren't we, Ben, at the moment? Well, you're wearing flip-flops. I'm wearing flip-flops to work. All right. <laughs> they are usually right. Red Wing, though. <laughs> I try not to visualise that too much. <laughs> <laughs> That's, all, all we need is a Red Wing flip-flop. 
<laughs> yeah, so I think there has been talking about it, but we decided not to. Maybe it's better to stay away from some things. <laughs> <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Well, cheers for coming on to the podcast anyway, Rick. We'll uh, probably take up an hour of your time, if that's okay. All right, an hour will be fine. Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah. Uh, just for anybody who doesn't know, we're speaking to Rick Van Dyke. That's correct, isn't it? That is correct, yeah. And you are the marketing manager over at Red Wing HQ in Amsterdam. Yeah, for the Heritage Division. For the Heritage Division. Yeah. Lovely. That is, yeah. Uh, So, well, I'll kickstart it a little bit then, Rick. Tell us briefly a little bit about your background and then your entry into Red Wing. What did you, uh, you know, what, what did you do before Red Wing and how did you end up marketing manager? All right, yeah, so uh, I'll, I'll give you the short version. If not, we're going to need longer than an hour. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> For a young man like you, that can't be the truth. <laughs> yeah, so, no, my background is more coming from action sports. Uh, I've been skating for 35 years now. Cool. And as, as I got older a bit and needed a job, I went to work in the action sports uh, apparel and footwear business. Yeah. Uh, first a salesman, and later on I did marketing for Vans, for the shoes, and I was the team manager for the, for the teams to sponsor teams, the athletes, and yeah, then go into to marketing. And then I got older and more injured, so you look for other amusement in your life, and I got into motorcycles, and there I came across with Red Wing, and yeah, this is how my interest in uh, the better boots started and yeah lucky me one day i became the marketing manager for red wing heritage in europe <laughs> so I'm, I'm a lucky man did you just see the job advertised and apply then yeah so yeah i saw the job come by and i heard a heard the whisper in the group so i contacted the guys and yeah they interviewed me and i don't know what happened so a few weeks later i was in the office uh, I think they still wonder what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so bikes, no doubt you're going to want to ask what bikes is got, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Are, are you talking about motocross there? Yeah, I, I'm riding an old, an old uh, lady. So I drive an old uh, shovel head from 1975. Oh, interesting. I've got a, uh, I've got a shovel head, 69. Oh, right. So you're the same as me. It's a lot of tooling. Yeah, choppers. Yeah. Choppers yeah, and lots of oil. Yeah, lots of oil on the floor. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's choppers and flip-flops in the Glen Camp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is a good yeah. <laughs> but I've also got a, uh, a reliable one as well. I've got an 09 Sportster as well. Yeah, I used to have a Honda next week, but then I got a, a little kid. Uh, I decided it was time for somebody else to drive it day and night and me to drive my home when I could. So that was it. So someone Brilliant. else is enjoying the Honda every day, so that's good as well. You'll be enjoying this weather then, you'll be able to get out on the bike. Yeah, no, it's actually still in the workshop, it's not done yet, I'm too <laughs> busy, so, but I can't wait. It's going to be almost finished and then I'm going to ride it out. It, I, 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 I don't know, like, this is just me looking from an outsider's point of view, because I love our bikes look, and I think people on bikes look really cool, but yeah. whenever I speak to a biker, the bikes always in workshop. <laughs> yeah, I don't actually know anybody that's got a bike at home. <laughs> I always speak to these geezers with these old bikes. Uh, and then, yeah, old bikes, has a, yeah, they have their downsides. Yeah. That's it. 
<laughs> Definitely. But, but you are right. You are right. There's a lot of tooling to be done before you can enjoy it. That's part of the happy journey. So, so with bikes, this is a question for you both. Yeah. Can you buy a new bike that's really reliable that looks old? Yeah. And is that not cool? You can do, but it's never going to be a vintage Harley from the 60s or 70s. Right. But yeah. you, you can go out and buy something that looks like that that never breaks down. Yeah. So you just you, you generally, in my opinion, you just get a Sportster engine, like I've got, mm-hmm. and then you put it into an old school frame, like a hardtail shovelhead frame or a panhead frame or whatever. Yeah. And then you've got the reliability, but it's never the old <laughs> shovelhead and yeah. panhead. It sounds like yeah. some of the old bikers back in the day used to eat you away. That's what. We'll just name the bike after the weapon that we use. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, so what does a day at work look like for you then, Rick? A standard day at work. You get up, you get into work, and what, what tends to be the tasks that the marketing manager over at Red Wing, the much-loved uh, boot company, what does he do? Yeah. Well, I drink a coffee. What do you think? That's <laughs> <laughs> how a day should start. So I drink a coffee, uh, of course, open up the laptop, see what emails come in. Uh, as we are an American company, you can imagine a lot of my U.S. colleagues, uh, yeah, they work when I'm asleep. Yes. So I try to follow up on that. And then, yeah, usually I, I, I'm guided a bit by the email box and uh, events coming up, show uh, shows coming up, trade shows coming up, and that kind of stuff. It's all preparation to be ready on time with everything, photo shoots coming up for new products or old products that new, need new photos. Yeah. Uh, actually, my day is a lot of preparation on being ready on time with the right stuff for people to use and then be able to, to show Red Wing in the world. Well, that's what they say. 80% preparation, 20% yeah. execution. Yeah. Uh, the good thing is people usually see me when there's a party or an event going on and I'm, you know, with a, with a drink in my hands enjoying enjoying a good life. So they think my... My job is only a dream. It is. A bit like Ben. A bit like Ben. <laughs> I'm, gonna I miss, so I'm not going to spoil that it is a bit different in reality. But, yeah, so. yeah. yeah, but it's good. It's good. We have a small team here in Europe. Like, uh, we are a small, healthy uh, side of the, of the Red Wing company like, with our heritage business. It's a, it's a lovely, it's friendly team as well. I went to yeah, visit you them, of course. Yeah. a few yeah. weeks back. Yeah, yeah. You've got a really nice new space as well, haven't you, mate? Yeah. Yeah, so we got lucky, and uh, we are in a church now. So can't believe I'm working in a in, in a church on a little side building. Yeah, it's it's, it's, re- it's really nice. Took to where? And uh, where in Holland are you? Excuse me. Whereabouts in Holland are you? Uh, we are based in Amsterdam, but also ah. in the city center. We are, uh, have a view on the canals. We have all the good bars and restaurants around us. My... So we're actually in a good spot. Yeah, no. So I'm keeping the I'm keeping the dream. So that's amazing. My uh, yeah. my favorite bar in Europe is actually in Amsterdam Center. Is it? All right. Yeah. And Are you allowed to say this? Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, we can say what we want, yeah, can't we? Of course we can. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my my favorite bar. <laughs> uh, I bet you go there quite often. Talking just now. Uh, it's called um, Excalibur. Do you so, not know? Yeah, the, the bar. Yeah, yeah, the rock bar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's oh. my favourite 
favourite bar for sure. The guy who's the, right. the guy who the landlord is there is about seven foot tall, a bald head, massive beard, <laughs> tattoos, and he's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Every time. All right, I should go over then and lead you to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just a, it's just on the edge of the red light district, just across the road right. from the old sailor bar. Yeah. Yeah, and it's amazing. So. And every time, right. you, every time you ask for a song, it's like, can you play me a song? He's like, yeah, we only play metal. I'm like, okay, uh, could you play Slipknot? He's like, that's not metal, that's new metal. I'm like, oh, sorry, can you just play Motorhead? <laughs> <laughs> can you play yeah, Saxon? That is fine, yeah, yeah. that is fine. Yeah, all right. Uh, sounds good, sounds like a good place. Yeah, you should go and check it out, it's good. But they have a, they, I think they have bikers who are stationed at that bar. So, like uh, a group. Yeah, there's like lots of Harleys and things down there as well. Yeah, sounds like a good place. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, I was just gonna just. I mean, a lovely little digress there, but the uh, no, it's all right. The uh, so how does uh, as a marketing manager do you how do you take on projects? How do they develop, and how do you make sure that they get executed properly? Because obviously you are a a global brand. Uh, and, and growing year on year on, as we know from speaking to Dom, uh, how do you make sure shit gets done, basically? <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, what is funny is because in, in, the, in the USA, Red Wing is really a household name. Yeah. Like everybody knows it coming from uh, the work side of business. Like, yeah. Uh, Red Wing is actually a work uh, boot company. And everybody knows it. So everything they do in the U.S. with uh, the heritage side of the brand, what we do, is more tailored towards uh, the work side of business. Mm -hmm. But here in Europe, actually, uh, Red Wing, the work brand is not that familiar. A lot of people have never heard about Red Wing. So Mm -hmm. we're much more uh, about the style side of things. You know, denims, um, Japanese denim. Mm. Being in there, uh, motorcycles, custom motorbikes. This is much more our, yeah, our marketing. So we try to mix that up a bit. We, yeah, we are a work-related brand. Our boots come from work boots, or are made the same way, mm-hmm. uh, with the same durability. But yeah, we have a little bit more style element in there than the US has a little bit more work element in there. Mm. And what? Uh... Yeah. And how do you, uh, yeah? So how do you, how do you approach that then, as the, as a marketing manager? Do you have to come up with an idea and say, look, I really think this would work. This is the yeah. budget for it. This is how I'd like to execute it, and then basically test and measure it to see whether it's a success or not. Yeah, that, that's a bit how it works. Uh, what is good? We work with agents uh, all over Europe that are our sales pinpoint persons, but, but usually they're so connected mm-hmm. uh, to the market that we work really close with them. I think you guys work with Chris then. Yes. Uh, he's been with the company for, for ages as well. He knows it by heart. Yeah. So usually we come up with ideas together or the agency comes up with an idea that I try to follow up and then we roll it out together. And, and as being a smaller brand, we prefer to work with retailers together and our small uh, small initiatives yeah. than to work with you know with the bigger picture. That's not in our interest. We yeah. keep it at the core. We keep it at our you know foundation, our own retailers, uh, uh, much more than I do like really big spread out marketing campaigns that yeah. 
yeah, that don't hit uh, our, you know, our brand's hands at all. So yeah, mm-hmm. and that's that's nice. So I work with cool people all day long. The people that that love the brand that know it sometimes even ten times better than I do. So yeah, that is a, it's good. It's all a, a team effort. What we do. So. Mm, no, that's really that's interesting. Cool. That's cool. And um, I, I own a marketing agency. Um, yeah. And I'm interested to know what what email communication channels do you use? So is it social media? Is it email marketing? Um, is it direct mail? Um, is it point of sale? Does that differ from country to country? Or is it kind of a set template of this is how we advertise or market? Yeah. Well, that's also a bit a, a, a two-way question. In, in the U.S., they have a, an actual web store uh, mm-hmm. where they actually use their email database uh, also t- to bring out marketing uh, to the people, to the, to the ones that are interested. But in Europe, we don't have a, a own, uh, what is it, web store. We have our separate Red Wing stores that have their yes, separate websites yeah. and web stores. And they are a bit independent on this. So they are responsible for their own gathering of emails uh, yes. in every country the rules are a bit different as well so they uh, they need to apply to the rules of the country about this about saving emails and sending emails mm-hmm. um, so I personally do not uh, touch up on that side of marketing that is more like I make stuff available so that people can actually email the right stuff to the to their uh, to their following yes but I personally do not send out specific emailing I do send it out to our uh, stores, um, mm-hmm. to our uh, clients, like Clubbercom. So uh, I, I do make this available, so our agents can send it out to you. But I do not direct target consumers with email. So okay. I can't, I can't answer that question for you. I don't have any tips or leads. So maybe you can tell me a bit about it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we're we're busy with the marketing, of course, of Clubbercam to help support that need as well. So, in turn, we are actually doing quite a bit of Red Wing marketing, which we can talk talk to you about later for sure. Um, yeah. After the podcast for sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's 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 lots going on our side, and I know that you know social media has always been a big driver for Clubbercam. Yeah. Uh, have you found the same direct for Red Wing as well? That uh, I mean, yeah. looking at looking at the hashtags on Instagram for Red Wing, That's Red insane. Wing Heritage, Red Wing Boots, Red Wing, Red Wing Boot, um, yeah. it's massive, absolutely massive, thousands of posts per day. You know, Mocks and Socks Monday. Yes. Yeah, it's also that came in there. Uh, I met the, I did the uh, first ever one. Did you? Yeah. All right. If you if no, you if you, you if you go all the way back. Uh, to the first post to the first post by searching the hashtags you'll notice it's me then a guy from Holland called Bert and then a guy (laughs) and then a guy in Indonesia did it called Johan Malik and they were the first three posts and then the next Monday there were like a hundred and then the next Monday there were five and now it's just used globally not that you get any recognition for it but (laughs) (laughs) you get it now you get it now yeah that's it I can say it on my podcast I'm proud to be on the phone with you (laughs) (laughs) thanks I'm working on I'm working on a new one uh, which is doing quite well which is uh, Winners Wear Wings a lot of your stores have started picking up on it you know like your actual Red Wing stores yeah a lot of them use Winners Wear Wings so That'll be me. Uh, that'll oh. be my next challenge. Let's see if I can yeah. get that one working. Well. <laughs> All 
right. But, but it is overwhelming. Eh? Like when I came here, the, the amount of brand fans and people that are totally into uh, into Red Wing boots, it's overwhelming uh, how much love we get uh, on social media and Instagram specific. So that is uh, is overwhelming and it's yeah, it's also really helping us out to uh, to spread the name on the right way because yeah, these these people that spread out our name all over the over the social media are, are yeah, 99% super positive uh, yeah. about the boots and, uh, yeah that's amazing and um, yeah. another, another question on uh, marketing um, yes. do you get presented with the latest Red Wing product that's just come out of uh, you know product development and say there you go this is a new product that we've got to get to market and we've got to market it and put a package together for our resellers or is it more is there a balance as you say actually we've seen that you know there's a gap in what we're there's a potential gap we need to fill it with this product and this is you know this is a marketing that's going to get us to that stage or is, is there a connection between product development and marketing is what i'm saying and which comes first that there's a really strong connection in Red Wing, so that's that. That was also one of the benefits of working here. Uh, yeah, we are really involved with product development uh, from the get-go. So in the end, of course, it's the product team that decides the final touches. But we are completely uh, from the beginning of a new product. Uh, some products are even briefed uh, by by our team or maybe somebody comes up with a good product you brief it right and then together with the product team it gets developed developed is if everybody's behind it so it makes it also for marketing much easier i don't get any surprises dropped in my lap we don't make any seasonal product that comes in and goes out for just one season that i need to hype so everything we do is long term it's 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 uh, well thought of and uh, the quality is always there so it, it takes yeah. a long time to develop a new product but most of the time we're in there as of the get-go so yeah we're yeah we're, we're working now on spring 20 and fall 20 as a on a conceptual level and then together come up with a brief with products and the different regions regions and from there on uh, product will start creating the, the first samples so that's a bit how it works i see that is a, a really nice way of working to be involved with every step of the yeah way. i think so i think so as well that's great yeah. because often with a lot of our clients and products uh there's a big detachment between product development yeah. and marketing and you just get presented with a product and they say there you go go and sell this yeah uh, so yeah. that's 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 the reason why i asked it because in my experience there is a big disconnection yeah. between product development and marketing but yeah that's that's good to answer ben you've got a question yeah i was going to ask you know when it comes to the sampling uh rick yeah. does it, all the sampling gets done in america doesn't it yeah so, so we have our own factory and uh, and they have their sample room where they create all the samples yes so that's i can imagine it takes a long time because you come up with an idea, you start the sample, it comes all the way from America to Europe, then you all talk yep. about it, and then it goes all the way back. So you have to work literally two years in advance in order. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's really cool. Yeah, that is, that is the minimum of, a, of a, a development of a completely new product. Yeah. It's two years or longer. But mm -hmm. that's also good. We are 113 years old with Red Wing. Yeah. And if it's not relevant 
tomorrow or in half a year, it's not relevant at all for us. Yes, yeah. so, I see. Yeah, so timing is a little bit less relevant for us. We are never in a rush because we try to make lasting uh, silhouettes and lasting products. Uh -huh. Sometimes a color will disappear or we add on a color, but uh, yeah, in general, it's a real stable collection. Mm -hmm, but, for uh, sure. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I, w I was going to ask a question because I, I don't know if whether this is a marketing question or not, but it's certainly a Red Wing question. Um, yeah. In terms of, I know that you guys, you know, when we spoke to Dom previously regarding Red Wing, that you kind of do your own thing and you, you know, you march to the beat of your own drum sort of thing. Um, yeah. But do you do you see that your major competitors would come from another high-end workwear boot or another brand that does high-quality footwear, or would it be more of a threat of competition from people who just copy what you do yeah. um, in terms of the style of it more than the durability, the ethos, you know, the the actual company values. For example, the ASOS. Yeah, I mean, if we're going to drop names into it, I mean, two two brands which I've seen, which are just glaring, glaring copies, um, are H and M and ASOS, yeah. who have got yeah. like you know, forty pound boots, but, seventy pound boots that are just a blatant, blatant, blatant copy. Is there yeah. more of a threat to you guys from? those imitations or would it be actually we just ignore them and take that as a compliment or do you find that quite annoying i don't know who that sits within your business but from a marketing viewpoint they're kind of they're well they're just take trying to ride on the back of your success what do you think to that well <laughs> uh, i've seen them too and there's a few other ones even some bigger brands okay that tend to tend to copy um yeah, there's two things uh, we look at a bit as like, yeah, if if they copy us one on one, it must mean we do something right. Yeah, so, for sure. And till now, lucky enough, our story has been so stable uh, that it doesn't hurt us uh, at all at the moment. So it's like somebody that really wants a quality boot and has seen Red Wing somewhere, they tend to go for a Red Wing and not for a 40 box or even a 200 box uh, copy mm. of our boots because it's not the real thing uh, so yeah. in that perspective we don't speak about it that much like of course when we see it again or a new brand that comes with a copy that we talk about it but we don't take that much offense we just try to keep on uh, what we do and do it as good as we can and, mm. and as long as that works uh, yeah well I, I hope yeah, these brands yeah. find their own strength uh, <laughs> in what they do. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, the the net that's the thing, isn't it? They're never gonna be a Red Wing boot, whether you buy one for forty pounds, no. for seventy pounds, or hundred and fifty. No. It's never gonna be the Red Wing boot that the customer no. obviously wants yeah. because they've yeah. got yeah, you know, it's it's a yeah, blatant yeah. copy, so it's never quite there. So fingers crossed, maybe one day that person will buy the shoes for $40 yeah. first time and think, actually, I've made a massive, massive mistake. I'm now going to do yeah. the right thing and buy the shoe that I wanted in the first place. Yeah, <laughs> that or, maybe, or maybe he or she didn't have the money yet at that yeah, time. Yeah, maybe still so. Wanted that, that, but, and and that this is the way towards a, a real Red Wing boot. So for, for that, uh, yeah, we are, um, yeah. It does happen. They're coming, they're, they're coming to the store. 
and they'll say, yeah. "Oh, I bought some. I bought some of them that were like Red Wing." A lot of the time, they mention Timberland, and they'll say, yeah. "Oh, I bought some Timberland that were like, you know, like they're a bit like these Red Wings, but they're not, you know, I've worn them for a bit, but now I think I want some Red Wings." So it does happen. They kind of go up in yeah. in levels. Yeah. You know, they work their way up to them almost. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One thing I were going to say, uh, just back to the whole Instagram thing and how uh, Red Wing gets a lot of support on there from advocates like us, like me and, and, and other people around the world. Uh, yeah. We obviously do a lot of blogs on the website. I think we've done about 250 blogs now. And I typed in Red Wing onto my website so I could flick back to the 10 at 10 that we did with Satchel uh, a couple yeah. of years back. Oh, I got fed up looking through pages. The, the amount of times, because we interview <laughs> blokes, the, and it, it brings up every single article that Red Wings yeah. mentioned on our website, and it's literally like pages and pages and pages and pages. I reckon, yeah. I reckon we spent two and a half years interviewing guys, and I reckon above 90% of them must have quoted Red Wing in, their, uh, in the features, which is brilliant. Yeah, you're interviewing the right people, maybe. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another good thing, yeah. another really good thing as well, because uh, obviously the Instagram arm of Red Wing is a marketing arm. Definitely. And I, I've got to know the guy Satchel that runs it. He's got a denim repair business as well. Uh, yeah. Every time I mention Red Wing in a story, every time he sends me a message. Now, I don't know if he yeah. can do that for everybody, but from, he does it for a lot of people. Do you yeah. know, like, yeah, like, it might just be a love art or a thumbs up or a few beers or whatever, yeah. but every time he acknowledges it. And then if you can do that, if you can consistently do that, then people are like, hang on a minute, Red Wing have paid, a, you know, like this company's paid attention and care, and then they'll keep yeah. reposting. Yeah. It's like butterfly effect yeah. almost. Definitely. Simplest mm-hmm. of things. Uh, what do you think it is that draws people to Red Wing in first place? Uh, do you think it's the the fact that it's durable? Do you think the fact that it's uh, I, an iconic style? Do you think it's yeah, just the way it looks? Do you think it's the durability or the way it looks? What do you think drags people to Red Wing initially? I think there's a few angles. I think when I first saw it uh, in the custom motorbike scene, I just thought it was an awesome looking boot, uh, which looked uh, comfortable to ride in. You ask somebody <laughs> about the boot, and he says it's almost waterproof. Yeah, mm. We don't call it waterproof. He said actually it was waterproof. We call it water resistant because yeah. waterproof is a is a rubber boot. But uh, yeah, uh, so and that is so you can come in from different angles. There's in Germany. There's people tend to look a little bit more for quality, and they bump into a Red Wing. Uh, in, in in London, it's a little bit more about style. Yeah. But then if you go a little bit deeper in the brand. Uh, then you find out it's for real. You know, it's really an, a genuine old brand that, that uh, builds his shoes on old machines from its own tannery, where the leather comes from, to his own factory. And the more you will read about your boots, uh, the, the better it gets. So I think there, even doesn't matter what angle you come from or what side draws you to Red Wing. Yeah, the minute you read or hear about it a little bit more. Even if you have a problem with your boot, let's say, you know, we made a mistake and your boot is the, the way we try to handle and get you a new boot or a resoling or whatever you prefer uh, on your boot is like we will do whatever we can to please you in the end. 
So I think if you hear all these stories uh, and you're interested from what way you come from anyway, is uh, it's, it's a genuine brand that doesn't lie about what they stand for. And I think that draws a lot of people uh, over the line to actually go for it or buy their second pair or maybe even a third pair. Yeah, that, that's what's funny about Red Wing. It happens in the store. Yeah. They come in, they buy one, <laughs> and they put them on, and yeah. you can see the leave really pleased, and they're like, I'm buying them because I know I'm spending more money on them, but they're going to last me forever, so that's why I'm buying them. And I don't need any more boots. And then they come back two weeks later and buy another colour. <laughs> yeah, well, another colour, or if they bought a mock toad, you want the Iron Ranger. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Typical. What's your favourite yeah. Red Wing boot? Your personal oh, favourite? Ah, uh, uh, it, it, it differs a little bit. But uh, I think at the moment it's uh, it's the rough out Mokto, you know the the, the olive olive Mojave Mokto. Yes. That is uh, that is at the moment my favorite style. But in three weeks it can be one of the others. So. Yeah, we've got we the the Mojave does well for us in store. Ah, it does really well. Yeah, it's good. a uh, it's a really really nice yeah. boot, isn't it? I'm I'm. I'm thinking about getting it myself, but I've got my eight one three eights and I've got my nineteen oh sevens, and I'm just thinking, yeah. do I? I don't need another pair. I need to sell them because yeah. I've got a business to run. <laughs> yeah, uh, you wear a lot of the nineteen oh seven, if I'm not mistaken. I've I do, yeah. yeah, yeah. I wear them. Uh, uh, good. I wear them. Good. I really, I loved my eight seven fives, and I'm missing them. But somebody bought yeah. them off me in the shop. Uh, yeah. I had them on my feet, and he was like, "Can I buy them?" <laughs> and so I was like, "Well, yeah." So it, uh, so then the day after, I got some nineteen oh sevens, and they're tough, yeah. aren't they? They're a really, really strong, uh, sturdy boot. Yeah, they're a little bit beasty in the beginning, huh? Yeah, yeah. They took me a little yeah. bit longer to break. I mean, Red Wings don't. Yeah. I think it's a bit of a myth. There's a bit of a myth. People will come into this store and they'll say, "Yeah, but they take months to break in." And I'm like, "Well, if you wear them to a pub on a Saturday night for three hours." And that's it. Yeah. Then yeah, they're going to yeah. take months to break in. If you're going to wear them like a proper boot, you, you'll be yeah. fine. You'll be fine in a week. You know, it's. Yeah. Uh, but the 1907s, one or two weeks. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's also like you need a good store that and a good salesman that sells you the right socks, or you need to wear the right socks and then the boot in the right size. Yeah. It will help you with the break in. Yeah. 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 If you buy them small and you wear flimsy socks, yeah, you have more pain. So, yeah, it's simple, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah, take take some time to fit the right boot. You know, don't don't take ten minutes and buy your Red Wing. I would, you know, I would stay in the store a bit longer and yeah. get some different sizes on your feet and get some uh, some of the salesman's expertise in there before you walk away. So that is that would be my tip to to the buyer. Yeah. No, I. Uh... I agree with that. We spend a lot of time with customers in store, uh, especially because a lot of people, you know, the half sizes make a massive difference to the conversion, I think, of the sales because in the UK, we don't, it's almost like there's not that many half sizes, whereas with Red Wing, you can get an half size in the full size run, so it's, uh, which really helps, I think. Uh, yeah. So that's good. I'm just looking at your. Uh, I, I've got a quick fire round to throw at you a little bit later. That's what we do for a bit of fun. And Glenn's just done an. Yeah. Glenn's just done another one that's purely biker related. So it looks like you've got two to do. All right. Sure. <laughs> that's brilliant. <laughs> so where? Uh, what trade shows are you going to be at then throughout the summer, Rick? Uh, we're going to be at the Salvage Run in Berlin. Yeah. Of course. This, that is uh, yeah, the traditional. 
show where we supposed to be all our uh, friended brands are there i think i think we're podcasting uh there from there this year i think we've got like a, oh, pod, a podcast well i'm just speaking to him about it at the moment uh yeah. but we're talking about having a podcast booth so people can just come up and sit down uh and they can just you know it doesn't have to be like an hour's call you could just be passing yeah. and you could just sit down for 10 minutes and me and glenn will have a chat and then you know right. somebody else comes uh so yeah definitely see you there mate if you're going to be there that'll be fun yeah so I'll bring a drink then for you guys. So Thank you. Yeah, you're gonna be, you're gonna be working hard. So. Yeah, <laughs> we will. Uh, we will. Yeah, to be fair, and it's uh, there'll be a lot of talking. There will be yeah. and a lot of drinking. Yeah, oh, we'll definitely be there. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's your uh, on another note then? So we've got salvage run. Is there any other trade shows? Sorry, by the way, I kind of cut you yeah. off then. So we usually are uh, not present on pity, but we are. Uh, surrounded somewhere or we're surrounding the pity somewhere we did it the last few summers and having a, a good party at night at one of our retailers there brilliant and yeah just you know beers music something nice to eat and coming together like you're doing it nice stuff nice yeah so we are working on it right now uh, i'm exp- yeah when i lay down the phone later i'm expecting a call from italy to see where we're going to do the party how we're going to do it Cool. So, and then, uh, yeah, we're not going to be actually at the trade show in, in Italy. We're not looking for new retailers. We just work with the with the retailers we got. Yeah. And yeah, we yeah we we are happy with what we got there, and I think that we can still grow a little bit with the existing organically. Retailers. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Of course. And just yeah, not add on the new ones. So that is a bit the plan. The uh, yeah, next, yeah. What, what is it? Jacket required in London? Gonna be there. Yes, Chris does that one for you, doesn't he? Of course, Chris is always there. He's yeah. at your at your service, and yeah. then there's a revolver in Copenhagen. That's also the local agent that's yeah. present there. So that's a bit the the, the bigger plans. Yeah, now that's cool, mate. The uh, yeah. it's uh, oh, we're gonna say something then, and I forgot. Oh, actually, Glenn's just put a question in front of me. What's your favorite ah. den? What's your favorite denim brand, Rick? Denim brand, my favorite. Yeah. Oh. Ah. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that out loud here, so no. Uh, <laughs> of course you are. No, I, those, I, just you? Got a, I just got a, an Indigo Ferra. The guys from Indigo Ferra are a, one of the refrended brands I was talking about. Yes, so, you had the black ones they, on, yeah. didn't you? When I saw I, you, yeah. I pointed them out, uh, yeah. So, yeah, and you know, as it is a new one that, that yeah, that sits nice, yeah. it's at the moment my favourite Denim brand. It's uh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I really like. We got them in store for this season, and they're uh, yeah. they really know how to make a good shirt, don't they? <laughs> yeah, they, they, their shirts are awesome as well. Yeah. And the guys are, are are super nice guys as well. Yeah. So we hit it off good, and uh, yeah, they they do something yeah, that they like. Well, uh, I like Eat Dust, of course. We worked with them last year. Yeah, uh, on, on the, the boot. Peco. And, I knew these guys uh, for a long time, even before when I was working at Vance. We had some contact. Uh, they come yeah, from not so far from the Netherlands as well. So yeah. I saw them a few times. But also, yeah, their their gear is, is tight as well because yeah, they actually make what they love and that, that shows. Yeah, so I think so. Their chore jacket, I had it in black. Uh, yeah. I, I wore that for four months and then a customer bought it off my back again. Yeah. Uh, you tend to, to sell your stuff off yeah. your body at the store. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's funny. So I swapped over to the Indigo uh, 
the Indigo, it's uh, six, seven, five feet, isn't it, I think? Uh, yeah. Jaw jacket. I absolutely love it. I mean, it's a bit too warm for it now, uh, but I absolutely love it. It's a good... Rob came yeah. over to the store a couple of yeah. months back, and we had a good... We had a bit of a knees up, should we say, that weekend. Yeah. So. <laughs> no, I don't have a fleet. Uh, but uh, yeah. we've got Chris coming as well, obviously, next month. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Friday the 20th, I think it is, or 22nd, we've got a Red Wing event. Yeah. It's the first one outside London in the UK. Yeah. So that's. I've, I've me... sent over some nice gifts to Chris for, yes. this, for the night. So he's going to bring them. Please do. That sounds, uh, yeah. that sounds perfect. Uh, yeah. Have you got what you want to ask, Glenn? Um, I've asked quite a few marketing ones already. Um, but um, for me, it's kind of. Where do you see the brand in the next five years? Do you see big growth? Do you want to maintain what you have? What, not letting everybody know, you know, the trade secrets, but where, where would you like the brand to go in five years? I think we're really comfortable the way it's going now. Like that, that, that is small growth, uh, sustainable growth with, uh, what is it? With partners that, that really, where we create a partnership Mm-hmm. And partners that trust us and we trust them. Uh, also, the nature of our business is like we have our own factory and tannery. We cannot we cannot uh, cater to a hype anyway because our factory will not be able to make it and mm-hmm. we will not cater to a hype. So anyway, where we are. So if we can keep up that slow growth and we can tell the story about the quality, the durability. Uh, as you know, we have cobblers all in every region where we sell Red Wing, so you can resole them, uh, uh, have them repaired by, with uh, actual genuine Red Wing parts, and all that stuff. I hope there's a lot of people who choose to have a little bit less product, but more quality product, and then that we are one of the brands that they go to for boots. That, yeah. That's where I see, the, see cool. the brand going, and that's where we aim for. So. And do, do you think more people are going to start shopping that way, uh, generally? I mean, whether they buy Red yeah. Wings or not, do you see that as a consumer trend that's going to happen, that people are now more conscious that they want to buy less fast fashion? Yeah, there is a part of the, the, the customers that tend to go that way. So the downside is a bit, of course, you need a little bit of money for that as well. Like, mm-hmm, I guess when you're in your in your early twenties uh, with a part-time job, you know there's not so much to choose from. But yeah. yeah, I hope these guys go for vintage, and then later on when they got some money, they they know what they want. But yeah, Brilliant. we see that trend happening, and it's not really a fast, fast trend because yeah, yeah I think fashion is still dominated by you know seasonal, seasonal, quick uh, fashion change stores. Yeah. But even there, you see there they come out with organic lines or more sustainable lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, they tend to have like high end. And, yeah, like yeah. high end products. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, we 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 see it also like uh, in in, in uh, countries as Germany, for example. It's it's already much more. Uh, normal to buy a quality item and pay more for it than mm. it is maybe in the Netherlands where yeah people think 150 pounds is uh, is quite enough to spend on a on, on an item of apparel or boots but, yeah. but slowly we see there's a more consciousness going that direction so mm-hmm. that's good I see good. cool and one that's slightly off Red Wing um, but more yeah. about you You've mentioned, obviously, you've worked with some fantastic brands. 
um, and you work for a fantastic brand now. Just yep. from a personal vanity point of view, if you weren't working at Red Wing and you could choose any business, any brand in the world, you could be their marketing manager, who would it be and why? Oh, I, I think I would prefer to be a, what is it, a, a lumberjacker or a forest <laughs> keeper yeah, or yeah. something, you know, to be in the woods, in the nature. Not yeah, that yeah. much email or social media. <laughs> uh, just working outside a lot. Uh, have your sheep around you or whatever you do. <laughs> so, so maybe do something completely different. That would be more my dream. But yeah, as, think... as brands, I, I don't know. So I think I worked for some cool brands, but it was usually it was more the people that that make a brand nice to work for than the brand itself. Yeah, so I suppose yeah. a good way to phrase that would be. Uh, yeah. If we were to pick another brand that's on the same level as Red Wing in terms of strength, durability, uh, size, uh, yeah. so everything's above board, everything's same, it could be a pen brand. You know, like who do you admire? What other brands out there do you look at and go, you know what? They're a big brand, they're a global brand like us, and they're doing it properly, and I admire that. That's probably a good way to. Yeah. Yeah. I have to think about that for a minute so, to, to come up to come up with some good ones. Yeah. So, uh, so if we can if we can come back to this question, maybe I got some better ideas. Yeah, yeah. of course we can. We'll yeah, get no. we'll get you on that before the end. What about well, yeah. while while you're thinking about that one, Ben? I'm going to ask that question to you. If you weren't doing what yeah. you are doing now for Clubacarm, what would you just really like? What would your dream job be? You, is that a tough one for you as well? <laughs> now I'd just want Rick's job. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you could do a swap. We can swap for a minute. <laughs> take your job. Well in your mind. So. We, we'll yeah. see if we can make a TV show out of it. You can be me for two weeks and I'll be yeah. you. Like wife swap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll call it life swap instead. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, yeah. Cool. Um, I think we're. I think we're. We're tying we're, it up well. I'm gonna yeah, have a bit of fun now and yeah, fi fire some quick fire. So yeah, so you've got two special quick fires. You've got Ben's general one, and then while we've just been chatting there, because uh, you're a Harley fan, uh, I've just done a special biker quick fire as well, which I hope you don't mind. I don't know what it is. So basically, <laughs> we will see. Uh, basically, I'll give you two options. And you've got to tell me which option you prefer without really oh. thinking about it. Yeah. So quick fire, right. bang, bang, bang. Are you ready? I like it. So uh, uh, tell me when you're uh, tell me when you're ready. I'm ready. Okay, suede leather or normal leather? Normal. Normal. Denim or leather? Denim. Eight seven five or eight one three eight. Eight seven five. Europe or America? <laughs> uh, Instagram or Facebook? Instagram. Instagram. Crisps or chocolate? Crisps. Salt and vinegar crisps or cheese and onion? Salt and vinegar. <laughs> do you prefer a beach holiday or a skiing holiday? Skiing. And then do you prefer fact or fiction? Fiction. And then last one from me, Rolling Stones or the Beatles? Stones. Stones. Ooh, first one to answer that. Interesting. So we're jumping straight into the biker quick fire. Uh, yeah. Shovelhead or panhead? 
I didn't get that. So you, you have a little bit of, uh, of a, an echo on Yeah, your... I'm, a, I'm a bit further away. Uh, shovel, right. shovel head or pan head? Shovel. <laughs> Chopper or bobber? Bobber. Whiskey or rum? Whiskey. Camping or hotel? Again? Camping or hotel? Ah, camping. <laughs> Tattoos? <laughs> Tattoos or piercings? I, I don't get that again. Uh, basically, tattoos or piercings? Ah, tattoos. Tattoos. Smoke or drink? Ooh, uh, drink now, smoke back in the days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like riding in the rain, yes or no? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Summer rain. Denim jacket or leather jacket? Leather jacket. And then classic rock or? New rock. Or new rock. That's good. And uh, we've just got a question in on Instagram as well, Ben. Ah, right. Okay. Are they from? Yeah. Is that from me? Okay. Let's go. Awesome. It says this is from Martin Jackson, eighty-three on Instagram. Can you ask Rick what's the best way to condition a pair of mocks eight seven five, as they are an open leather as opposed to an oil-based eight one three eight. What's the best product, etc.? Thank you. Uh, the best way for me to answer that to him is like if you go to the Red Wing Heritage EU website. Yeah. There's a section called Care. Yeah. You click, you click on that on the top, and you come into the Care section where you can even type in the star number of your boot, and it says exactly what product you need and how to treat it. So Brilliant. That, that Perfect. That's for every star we have uh, currently on uh, on sale in Europe so that's that's the best tool so you don't need to follow every step so sometimes you don't need to clean them that well or if you don't like conditioning in the end but you just like to oil them and keep them a little bit more rugged then you can skip a few of these steps but, but type in the style number and it says exactly what to do how to do it with what products we uh, supply you to do it with yeah so yeah. that is a uh, that's even the, the, the way I do it. If I clean my boots, I don't know by heart. Like Dominic, he knows everything about cleaning. I just go to the website, type in the style number I'm cleaning, and, and it helps me out all the way. Brilliant. Uh, I hope it helps. No, that's good. That I'll, uh, I'm going to check that out a little bit more myself, to be honest with you. Uh, yeah. And the one last thing then, uh, Rick, and then we'll let you get back to your uh, calls to Italy. Uh, uh, yeah. The uh, the this is desert. You're going to be stranded on a desert island. There is all sorts of weather on this island, from boiling hot to rain. You can take four items of clothing with you, and one drink. What would they be? So a bottle of whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Priorities. Jeans. What jeans? What jeans? Yeah. Uh, Let's bring my Indigo Farrah. Okay. It's still new, so it will last me a while. So. Uh, two t-shirts. <laughs> Red Wing t-shirt. Uh, no, no, let's, let's do a t-shirt so I can have a pair of socks and, uh, and I guess a pair of, uh, I think, 875s. 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 875
they're comfortable. Uh, yeah, so, uh, they will last me a while. Yes, that's it. That's it. So we've got indigo feather jeans, red wing boots, red wing socks, red wing t-shirt, and a bottle of whiskey. Sounds like yeah. a party. I'm gonna say it sounds like a Friday night. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe some chips in there as well. That's the fifth item. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, I think that's been a really good podcast. What do you think, Fantastic. Glenn? Yeah, well, we, uh, we're up to like 50, 52 minutes now. Brilliant. So we've definitely timed that really well. Yeah. <laughs> is, there, uh, is there anything you would like to say before we hop off, Rick? Anything you think we should have asked about that we haven't or anything coming up or anything like that? Oh no, it's that's uh, that's mine and everybody else's pleasure, I'm sure. Yeah, definitely, yeah, definitely. Right. <laughs> so we'll uh, I'll leave it at that then, Rick. No doubt I'll see you sometime soon over the next few months. Oh, I think so. Uh, I think so. And we'll uh, we'll make sure we can grab a beer this time. Will be, well, for me, risky then. Yeah. Perfect, of course. Yeah. Every time. <laughs> okay, my Thanks mate. So Cheers, guys. Thank you. You take care. Bye-bye, dude. Bye-bye. How good was that? Yeah, awesome. Uh, uh, Really good, really good call. Nice guy. Um, And a proper Harley fan as well, which is awesome. Yeah, I knew you'd uh, like speaking to Rick. It really surprised me, though, because, like, I don't know, I just just didn't expect that side to him. But it'd be interesting to see some pictures of him now, and if he's got his own Insta, let's have a look and... See what bike yeah, he's rocking. It is. We should have asked him, really. We didn't, did we? Uh, well, he said it were a shovelhead, a 76, but I didn't. He, he said he prefers a bobber style to a chopper, so it will be very different to what I'm working towards with my shovel. And he, we know his name's Rick Van Dyke, so I'll see if I can find him now, actually. Yeah. And then I'll show you. So, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, really good call. Um, always good for me as well, because he was speaking about marketing, which is obviously what we do as well um, as part of Clobbercam and you know our daily lives as well so uh, really nice to see that side as well um, he obviously he, he, he really considers it a pleasure being able to market for a brand that he loves that definitely. does what he believes in you know what I mean it's like he almost said like it's almost like he's not really going to work yeah yeah. yeah, and I think you've got to get to that stage with marketing a lot of the time because it's ideas based stuff and if if you if you ever get up well it's easy for me to say because I own my own business. Mm. So it's like, yeah, I've got to go to work and this is my baby. But I would like to think that everybody who works in our team is like, I'd like to think that they don't wake up and think, I've oh, shit, I've got to go to work today and I really don't want to. Yeah. You know, it's going to be a ra- I really don't want to do that particular job. Because I think with marketing, because it is creativity stuff, you've got to be on, you know, you've got to be on the pulse all the time. You've got to be yeah. thinking of ideas, fresh things, campaigns. Um, especially with what we do but it seemed to be to be honest with Red Wing that because the brand's there and they're so loyal to their roots it doesn't their marketing maintains the quality you know like it's almost like that's what maintains its heritage its quality its strength its durability as a brand and as I said like they're not changing directions seasonally they're not changing directions on particular products or following two years to develop a product you you know that's what they said 
it's bloody hell it, thinking about it it's like a nice easy no, <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice work if you can get it <laughs> yeah like it's yeah and it's just a that, top brand isn't it from top to bottom yeah, that's I mean, the point the, I'm sure the pressures would change if there was a change in philosophy where somebody said do you know what we're going for it now we're up in production and this is what we're going to be doing bang we're going out but to the, the masses but that's not even on the it. radar no and um, it, it's uh, and we spoke to Dom Really lovely, likable chap. Spoke to Rick. Really lovely, likable chap. And they've only, got, like you said, they've only got a small office in Amsterdam. You can imagine how nice it is. It's just, just I, I want to go. Those cool lads, aren't they? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And it, it's really, you know, if you did <laughs> like, they both spoke exactly the same. It, like they have, like, yep, this is where we're going as a brand. This yeah. is what we do. This in is sync. how we work. And every, yeah, as you say, it is all in sync. So. <laughs> it's funny because when I went, uh, when they phoned me up when they saw her in Amsterdam the other week and said, oh, you should come down for a coffee to office and we'll have a chat. So I went down and they'd got the uh, prototypes for like next year's boots or okay, year after's yeah, boots yeah, on yeah. table. And uh, I was just taking pictures as you do and stuff like that on my phone. And then afterwards they were like, whatever you do. You cannot send that picture <laughs> out on your Instagram. Yeah, I'm like, no worries, I never will. I've got like a, so I've got like secret Red Wing pictures on my phone, which uh, for my wow. eyes only. Oh, Some well. amazing stuff for. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really That's good. cool. That's really, yeah. really good. Um, so good. Um, We're up early in the morning, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, Next yeah. Next podcast, yeah. Chuck so, Socks. Uh, well, this what what podcast number is this one? Thirteen. This is number thirteen. And this will go out on Friday. Uh, this is going. Yeah, yeah. So number thirteen's obviously going out uh, this Friday, and then number fourteen, just how it's landed, we're going to record it tomorrow. Yes. So we're up early doors, right? Because we're phoning Japan. Phoning Japan, so that'll and be interesting. We're uh, interviewing. Well, we're podcasting, I suppose we call these interviews as such, Chup Socks. Chup Socks? Yes, mm. which will be uh, really interesting. Me. New one to me. Uh, I obviously, I knew about the uh, Red Wing Socks that you were stocking first and the other brand, the American Trend, Trench. American Trench. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, when I went into store last week, there were about a thousand <laughs> colours. <laughs> so like, oh, what's that? Oh, Chup Socks. By the way, we're speaking to them next week. So I don't know anything about them other than... They sell lots of socks to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, that's going to be cool. Uh, nice to do a morning one because um, we've not done a proper morning one since we spoke to Dawson. Um, this is the first one we've done without drinking. This is the first one we've <laughs> done without drinking. Because it's in the day. Yeah, we've still yeah. got work to do afterwards. Absolutely. But tomorrow morning, I'm seeing that as a like... The breakfast show. Yeah. <laughs> Just a Clubbercast breakfast show tomorrow. So it'll be interesting to see if people see any difference between this one, the ones where we're boozing, and the yeah. one in the morning. I wonder what time Subway opens. I wonder if we can go and get a breakfast in and some coffees and that and yeah, see how we get Yeah, definitely, yeah. I mean, I... Uh, there's a really good coffee shop just outside. Which, is there? Yeah, so I, if I'm very early, I tend to get my brekkie, so we'll get it there as well. Cool. Uh, but yeah, uh, so that's been really good. I yeah. hope everybody's uh, liked that one. Um, anything else that you want to add, Ben, before no. we sign off? No, no, I think it's been uh, a good a good hour, Glenn. It's a good been hour. a good hour. Yeah, Phil, so. and it's, it's a really nice day. Sun's shining. Yeah. Uh, we're in a new little uh, office podcast station, which I'm sure Ben will share. On his, uh, on his story. Now, um, yeah. So, yeah, so uh, uh, I'll, I'll cue the thank yous today while okay, you're yeah. doing that. Do uh, so, yeah, thanks for everyone who's tuning in. 
Um, you heard on the last podcast how many uh, people are listening. Uh, that's fantastic for us. It means that we're actually, you know, we've got a little bit of an audience, which is great. People are listening to us. We're having great fun. Um, the sun's shining. Um, summer's on its way, Ben. Loads yeah. of really, really cool stuff happening on Clobbercam on the website. I know that we're just working on a few things now uh, yeah. together to really, really excite uh, customers. So the only thing I would say is once you listen to this podcast on the Friday, check out the online store. Yes, uh, because there's It'll lots be worth it. and lots of stuff going on, and we'll not we'll not spoil that. What I'm going to say is, as soon as you get to this part of the podcast, go and have a look online and see what's going on because there's some mint things happening, and I'll leave it at that. Ben, I'll let you sign off. Yeah, cheers everybody, and we will catch you next week with a member of the Chuck Socks team. Brilliant. Cheers, guys. Take care.